Do you ever feel like your soul has been sucked from your very being in your relationship with your borderline? Do you feel like you have no identity anymore? Welcome to this podcast of My Inner Torch. I call them soul suckers. I've come up with a new term. Soul suckers. People who basically take the very lifeblood out of you. A lot of other people call them emotional vampires. People who latch on to you and suck your positivity away from you. And that's kind of the way I feel when I think about my relationship with my comorbid BPD, NPD wife of almost 20 years. I feel like the very soul, my very soul has been sucked from me, sucked out of me. And what I found interesting was I was, I I don't know why, but when I was thinking about this soul sucking theory, so to speak, I came to mind a James Taylor song, the You've Got a Friend song. And if you listen to his lyrics, I, I found one one stanza, so to speak, of his lyrics in this song to be kind of interesting. And it goes like this. Now, ain't it good to know that you've got a friend when people can be so cold? They'll hurt you, yes, and desert you and take your soul if you let them. Oh, but don't you let them. That's James Taylor from You Got a Friend, 19, I believe 1971, his very famous song. And it kind of struck me. I don't know why, but that tone kind of came into my head when I was thinking about this whole very theory of soul sucking. So it gave me pause for thought, this You've Got a Friend song by James Taylor. And it resonated with me. They'll hurt you and desert you and take your soul if you let them, but don't you let them. So what James Taylor is basically talking about is potentially a relationship with somebody with a cluster B personality disorder, because that's sometimes how people feel. I've had a lot of emails from people at myinnertorch at gmail.com telling me that they feel like they are a husk, a shell of their former selves. And this comes from months or perhaps years of abuse, of them not seeing you, of them not identifying with you and not identifying your needs and wants, but very much a situation of you providing them with what they need. And if you ever really sat back and tried to understand your relationship and looked at it from an objective point of view, what are you getting? And I'm not talking about money necessarily, although in some cases you might be receiving financial support from your significant other who has BPD or NPD, but what are you getting? What is, what are you deriving from this relationship? Are your emotional and intimate needs being met? And I can definitely assure you that in my case, they are not yet. I am giving, I am providing not only on a financial basis, but also on an emotional basis. And I'm making emotional allowances. I am accepting the situation for what it is. And when I think about my particular situation, I've had to come to terms with the fact that I am codependent because nobody in their right mind would put up with this circumstance that I'm presently putting up with or that I have put up with for 21 years now in my relationship with my wife. And you have to ask yourself the same question. 
And I've talked about this in my, my podcasts now. As I said, I, I think I believe this is podcast number 59, well over a year of podcasts in that what are we getting out of this? What pleasure are we deriving? Yet we are in pain. We are hurt. We feel neglected. We feel like we are a husk of our former selves. We have had our soul sucked from our very being. Think about it. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. I do welcome your emails. I thank you for your support. I also thank you for your listenership. Please spread the word for anyone who might be in a relationship. It doesn't have to be with somebody that they suspect has borderline personality disorder or a narcissist. If they are in a relationship that can be defined as abusive and neglectful, then this podcast is definitely for them. This podcast is a collection of stories of sorts, uh, 59 stories, 59 podcasts of my individual journey, but it can resonate with other people. And I certainly hope it has. I certainly hope it's given people pause for thought. Perhaps it's given you pause for thought. And maybe it's kind of pushed you into a direction that you will find healing. You'll find solace and comfort because we are tortured souls. But by the same token, we allow ourselves to be, we allow our souls to be taken and possessed by these people who hurt and neglect us. And that's what they do. And there, you know, we all try to justify it. We give emotional allowances. I've given so many emotional allowances to my wife, most normal people. And I stress the word, I guess, normal would not do that. They would not. They would have left years ago. And so you have to ask yourself whether you've been in the relationship for three weeks, three years, 30 years, why do you remain? Where is your soul? Can you reclaim it? Because unfortunately, these relationships will take your soul if you let them. Basically to, I guess, refer to James Taylor and his famous song, You've Got a Friend. And you may not have a support system out there. You may be embarrassed to talk to somebody once you've lost your soul, once you've lost your direction, because you feel it's a personal reflection on yourself. You are, perhaps you feel like you're a failure, but you're not. You're somebody who went into the circumstance with the best of intentions to perhaps rescue, to perhaps help somebody understand themselves better and make them better. But you will have invariably failed in that mission because that's unfortunately the roadmap that most of us take. You cannot fix your borderline or narcissist or the person that's neglecting you or perhaps even abusing you. You can't fix them. They have to want to fix themselves. And in the case of a borderline, that path is a committed path to healing. They perhaps can be healed, but it's not going to happen overnight. And I do agree with AJ Mahari. You're not necessarily going to be able to save the relationship that you have. You will not be able to repair it. They will not automatically one day turn around and become the person that you thought that they were. That was a mirage. That's when they began the soul sucking process. That's when they began to take away from you the very fiber of your being and your happiness and your identity in some cases. 
They do steal your soul if you allow them to do that. So I guess this is more of a wake-up call to anybody out there listening. Because if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you're hurting. Chances are you are confused. Chances are you're going through that seven stages. If you haven't heard that podcast, you should definitely check it out. The seven stages of coping and understanding and getting through. Because as I said, there are definitive stages. And I will explore that further as time goes on and perhaps break them down one by one so that I can present them to you in a way that you'll understand and perhaps relate to. But you are not going to be able to save the borderline. The borderline has to want to save themselves. You cannot save the narcissist. That may be a completely different chapter and podcast. You will not be able to bring these people back from where they were or when they had their arrested development or when they had and encountered the abuse. And you have to understand that it's not your fault. Because when you release yourself from that fear, obligation, and guilt, the fog of the situation, then you see it a lot more clearly and you can start to work on your own healing. And that's what I advise you to do. You have to heal yourself. You have to fend for yourself. This is one of those situations where you have to jump on the lifeboat and you have to leave them behind. The Titanic is sinking. And yes, you want to save that person You want that person to be with you, but sometimes it's best to get into that lifeboat and move on yourself. And that is a very hard thing to accept. Uh, It's something I'm working on. Again, it's part of those seven stages, including the acceptance stage of understanding that it isn't your fault, that you don't deserve to be treated this way. And it's up to you to decide whether or not you wish to kind of go forward, to allow it to continue because it will. And as I said, a lot of people say, but I have good days. I know that they're a good person. I'm not doubting that. But the problem is you're not getting what you should be getting out of your relationship. It's not happening. And you need to be aware of that. It's just not going to happen. So please understand that. Please take care of yourself and please give yourself self-value. And remember what James Taylor says. Now, ain't it good to know that you've got a friend, which I hope you have a support network, when people can be so cold, and that might be the person that you're dealing with, your UBPD, your BPD, your NPD, or your other cluster B, they'll hurt you, that they will, yes, and desert you, we know that, they do that, and they will take your soul if you let them. Oh, but don't you let them, don't you let them, think about it, don't be a victim of soul sucking. Okay. My inner torch at gmail.com. New episodes uploaded every Friday at 10 AM. I thank you again for your listenership. If you happen to be in the United States, I wish you a happy Thanksgiving. This is going to be a tough time. If you're with family, if you're having to deal with your borderline, just kind of put up the best wall that you possibly can get through it. Remember it's not your fault. And remember that you can't change them They have to want to change themselves. And hopefully that will be advice that will carry you through this upcoming holiday weekend. Till next Friday, which will be the day after Black Friday here in the United States. I wish you all the best. Be well. And in whatever you do, be good. This has been my Inner Torch.